Welcome to Casey by Sari, a podcast for Kansas City enthusiasts. I'll take you behind the scenes and you'll learn why this Midwestern gem is so special. This week, I'm joined by Alyssa from Little Fixations. Alyssa started her photography journey in 2015. Since then, she's been finding balance between her full-time job and sharing Casey's Little Fixations. Here is Alyssa to talk about her photography and what she sees through her side of the lens. Has photography always been something you've been interested in and something you saw yourself doing in terms of a career? Not even a little bit. (laughs) I ended up, so I took a photography class in college and my mom loves photography, but she does not do it full time for a job by any means. But on trips, she would always like have multiple cameras and she would like make us pose like a million different times. And I don't know if that kind of like jumpstarted something that I just didn't know was always there, but I actually went to school um, for like product development in California. And I thought like that was going to be it for me. I was going to move away and I was going to like be in sunshine and beach and sand all the time. And then I ended up moving for a year and I was like, no, this isn't for me. I'm coming back to Kansas City. So I finished out my college degree here um, in actually Warrensburg, Missouri. And when I moved back to Kansas City, I think it was around like 2013. It was a whole different place. I mean, I kind of like laugh because I think about like before leaving, like downtown, if anybody knows what Cowtown is, like that was down there. It was like this gift shop that sold cow teas. You know, there wasn't a whole lot to do and explore and see. So when I came back and I moved back in 2013, I was so excited to just kind of revisit the city that I had always known, um, but now is completely different. So I started coming downtown like every weekend. Um, I lived kind of in a suburb of Kansas City at the time. And I would just dedicate like Saturdays and Sundays. I would just come downtown and I would like explore new places, new coffee shops. And I fell in love with Kansas City again. So I was like, I'm going to start a blog, you know, because at the time, I don't even know if people blogs were not this big thing. And I was, I don't even know necessarily who I thought was going to see this blog or read this blog, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to start this blog about Kansas city. So all I would do is I would take my iPhone and I would go to different places and I would just like snap a quick photo and I would write a little blurb about it. And that kind of came, became like a weekend ritual for me. And I loved it. So I started an Instagram and I called it little fixations and I called the blog little fixations. And, um, I started sharing Kansas city photos on it. Um, but for me, it wasn't even about the photography. It was just about writing about these amazing places. And then I think it started to like click in my brain. I was like, wait, I think I enjoy taking the photo and editing it more than I even necessarily thought possible at the time. So, um, that I think it was like 2000 and 
15, maybe I got like my first real camera before I had, um, I ended up buying like a little point and shoot. And then, um, I was just using that for my blog. And then I ended up being like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to get a real camera after this. So I bought a real camera and then there was this little shop called urban provisions that was down in the East bottoms at the time. And, um, a friend, Savannah, owned it. And she was like, what if you just start, you know, taking some product photos for me? And I will never forget. Uh, there was an article in the time at the time in, um, what was it? Kansas city star. And it was showcasing one of the photos that I took for her. And it was like this pillow on a couch and it's a terrible photo. (laughs) It does not look good. It's awful. But I just remember feeling so proud, like whoa, like my photo is in this article. That's awesome. And I, I took, I think in 2015 or 16, I took some photos for Convivial, who was like on the other side of town at the time and was not in the West Bottoms yet. And it just sparked this joy in me that I really loved doing this. And I wanted to figure out how do I do more of this? Um, because again, at the time it was, I was still doing like the blog pretty much. Um, I started working actually at Boulevard Brewing Company at 2000, in 2013, um, which I'm still at full-time today. Uh, so it's been 10 years, which is crazy, but, um, but I was like, I really, I really love this. And I want to figure out how to do it kind of on the side or, or more than what I was currently doing. So, um, Savannah really opened the door for me. She like took a chance on me and let me do these very silly product photos, um, which led to kind of word of mouth that, um, oh yeah, so-and-so was taking photos for me. And I think that's even how I got in contact with maybe Convivial too. And then really when I started doing more photography, I think was 2018. And that, um, it was when I linked up with Danielle which has been like life-changing. She has been so supportive and so kind. And I really owe a lot of my career to her. Um, And I also started doing um, Crossroads Hotel and Lazia, the restaurant in 2018. And that story's kind of wild too, but they just reached out via Instagram. And I I think they were talking to a couple different people about social media and taking photos. And so um, I met with Jeremy, who's still part of Aperium. And uh, we had like this project and this homework to do. uh, And they ended up contacting and said, hey, you got it. Do you want to do this for us? And I'm so glad that I I did. And I got connected with them because that has been a wild ride too. So yeah, it, it is one of those things. It just kind of happened by chance and by fate. Um, but it has been lovely. I'm very grateful to do that. How would you explain your photography style and your editing style? Because that's one of the things with photographers that amazes me with the amount of photographers there are. Everyone has such a different style and angles and chooses to focus on certain things. So how would you describe your own style? Yeah, I would say, I mean, it definitely took a lot of years for me to figure that out. At the beginning, I feel like I remember the thing back in the day was like very clean, aesthetically pleasing, like photos, very like light, bright. And I tried to follow that theme for a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, this is like what other people are doing. That's probably the route that I should take. And 
for whatever reason, it just wasn't clicking. It didn't necessarily feel like me. And so I just started experimenting. I went through so many filters and trying to figure out what I liked about each thing. I kind of a nerd. I remember growing up and like loved National Geographic and I loved like the grainy, the moody, like those images to me, I was like, if I could somehow do that, like that would be a dream, you know? It's funny too, because like I think about even like the image itself and getting like the one that is like a learning thing too, where you're like jumping on tables, you're like getting on the ground with, you know, the product. And, but I feel very like, or I'm very happy to have found kind of my groove with things, but it was a process. And I do think that um, for me, it was, it meant the world to just keep playing around keep learning. Um, I'm still learning. I feel like I'm self-taught. So there's so much that I feel like I don't still even know necessarily about photography, but but yeah, it's, it's been fun to just kind of like mess around and try to find, uh, what felt good. But, um, but yeah, I feel like I finally, when I got the crossroads gig that sort of opened up this new world of being able to be grainy and moody and a little bit darker with my work. And I've since kind of tried to find a voice for each person that I'm doing things for too. Um, because I know at the end of the day, it's, it's not about me. It's about them and how they are, you know, how I'm kind of telling their story. So each person is a little bit different, but that's also fun too. So I get to have kind of my style on certain things. And then I get to kind of tell this, have this voice for other people too, which is awesome. What have been some of your favorite photos you've taken or shoots you have been part of? Ooh, I honestly and truly, so Open Belly was one of the most um, heartfelt, genuine projects I think I've ever been a part of. That there was something about, and it's very humbling to just go somewhere, meet someone, hear their story, which is this incredible experience in and of itself. And then to be like, to have the honor of being the smallest part of like telling that story, you know? And at the time, like I really hadn't done a lot of food photography. So I was a little bit nervous, like, okay, you know, like, here we go. We're, we're going to, we're going to give it our all. But, um, that was such a special thing. And I still think about it to this day. And I still have relationships with most of those people too. You know, it's really special to be able to know Pam from Waldo Tai and to have such a connection with Kiyong at Chingu. And um, to this day that, that not to say that other things don't hold a special place in my heart, they absolutely do, but that really changed a lot for me. Um, And it really made me kind of fall in love with photography in a whole new way that I hadn't experienced yet. I told Danielle when I talked to her that I loved the Open Valley podcast and it was so inspiring for me as someone who was always trying to promote Kansas City and I had thought about doing a podcast for a number of years. I still am telling people to listen to Open Valley even though the last episode aired you know, <laughs> yeah. a while ago because a lot of those restaurants are still around and the stories still hold up and there are so many amazing restaurant owners in Kansas City. And it's a great resource to find yeah. new places in Kansas City to try. So I imagine that that was a, just such a fun project all around to, to be part of. 
Oh yeah. And I know anytime that you can work with Danielle and with Frank Norton, it's just, it's a very, it's a very humbling and very cool experience. So I'm very grateful. What are some of the struggles you found being a photographer in Kansas City? What are some things that you feel like you really have to deal with on the back end? I think one of the hardest things and the main struggle for me personally has been, you know, we're in the Midwest and I know that sometimes things have different, you know, values. And I think to be honest, like pricing yourself is, is a difficult task, no matter what, no matter what field you're in. But, um, I think sometimes not everyone understands the things that go on behind the scenes. Um, I know like for me, I love editing. I love editing almost as much as I love taking the photo because there's another layer of magic that happens while you're editing and you're getting to, to put your little spin on things. But there's a lot of time that goes on behind the scenes. And it seems as if, you know, like people only see so much and they see you snap the photo, but they don't see the other side of it. So sometimes, you know, I've had to either for the first several years, maybe like five plus, I don't feel like I was probably like pricing myself very kindly to me. Um, and I was exhausted because I was just trying to get my name out there and to work with people. And that to me was like the most important part. And now I'm kind of like, Oh yeah, no, I should probably (laughs) raise those prices eventually. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of hard sometimes because people will say like, no, I'm sorry, you're too expensive or, you know, like they'll move on to someone else. And I've learned as I've gone on, like, I'm just, I'm comfortable with that. You know, not everything is meant for you. And, and, um, so yeah, but that, that has been something that I have struggled with for a very long time personally, is just, um, knowing my worth and feeling comfortable with that. And yeah, it's not very easy sometimes. (laughs) When I tell people the amount of time that it takes me in total between finding people to be on the podcast or having those initial conversations, scheduling, having the interview, editing, right? which of course, as a photographer, you understand, putting it all together, making sure you're happy with the final edits and the final cuts and then publishing them or for you, you know, sending them off for printing. There is so much work behind, behind the scenes that it's really hard for people who are not in that line of work or in that space to really understand the process. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I feel like, um, someone that's really helped me too, is like listening to Riley from wandering bud about her pieces and just, you know, feeling more confident with pricing yourself and pricing your products the way that you should. Yeah. Cause you deserve it. So, but it's hard, it's hard to do. <laughs> In my cousin's house, Dan pointed out that they had this amazing print of town topic. And he was like, that's so cool. Oh my gosh. That what a cool piece for someone who's from Kansas city, who no longer lives in Kansas city. It's kind of that, if you know, you know, Right. Instance, and I saw it and instantly I was like, I think I know exactly who took that no photo. Way. And it was your town topic print. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. How crazy is that? I know it like blows my mind because I never really thought about doing prints up until a few years ago. And when I launched it, I'm like, no one is gonna care, you know, about these silly Casey photos. 
And I had someone the other day order a print like from New York and someone from like Iowa. I'm like, this is wild to me, but it does. Like, I feel like if you've lived here or you've traveled here, like photos just hold such a memorable time in anybody's lives, you know? And it's just very cool to see that in someone's home and know like that reminds them of something awesome. So yeah. that makes me, that makes me happy. That gives me all the good feels. <laughs> and a lot of your photography is Kansas City based, but you have photos from other trips that you've done. So are you always thinking about your photography when you travel? And do you always make sure you are well equipped when you are traveling to take images? You know, in the past, not really, to be honest with you. I think for me, I'm a very visual person and I just enjoy, I enjoy taking photos. So I, on a trip, some of those might be iPhone shots. I've tried in the last like couple years. So I didn't, I sold my point and shoot to get like my nice DSLR and and I was like, oh, well, this kind of stinks because I can't really like take this on a plane quite as easy, you know? And I tried for a couple of trips because I was like, oh, that'd be so fun to have a print from here for myself, not necessarily for other people. But then I bought another little just point and shoot. And I just try to take that with me. And honestly, it gives me a lot of joy because it's, it's time away from like my big bulky camera. It's just for me. I kind of just like, you know, get to go back to the basics a little bit with photography when I'm traveling. Um, but putting different prints online besides Kansas city, I think came because someone was like, Hey, do you sell these prints from Joshua tree? And I was like, Oh no, I, I didn't even think about doing that, you know? Um, so then I would kind of go back on photos that I had already taken. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll add a few of these to the shop. Um, but I'm getting ready to go to Chicago soon. And I was like, you know what would be so fun? Like, I'm just going to take a small film camera and I might take my point and shoot and call it good. I'm not going to worry about like my big camera. Um, because there is a little bit of more magic that way for me personally. And then if a print comes out of it, awesome. But if it doesn't, that's okay too. For, for me, it's just a creative break, I think. This episode of KC by Sari is brought to you by our sponsor, Tap Intuit Fitness. Justine Tap won Best Personal Trainer in KC Magazine's Best of KC 2023. Justine offers in-person training, remote training, hybrid training, and nutrition coaching. I've taken classes with Justine and I can attest to her amazing ability to motivate and support in your fitness journey. For podcast listeners, your first session is free when mentioning Casey by Sari. For more information, visit www.tapintoitfitness.com. That's T-A-P-P-I-N-T-O-I-T-F-I-T-N-E-S-S.com. Now back to the episode. Well, aside from photography, what else makes you happy? What does life in Kansas City look like for you? Yeah. So as I previously mentioned, so I actually have a full-time job outside of photography. So it's kind of nice because my full-time job, I'm buying merchandise for our gift shop here at Boulevard Brewing Company. And I've been doing that since I've been here. So it's been 10 years. Um, so that's a creative kind of job that I have too. And then on the flip side, I have photography. So a lot of time, like my free time is when I'm going to shoots or, you know, trying to do that side of things. And then outside of that, I obviously, I try to spend a lot of time with my partner, Chris, um, 
And we have a dog named Nelson. So that's, um, he's our pride and joy. <laughs> uh, but we like to just, you know, it, it really hasn't changed, even though it's been a long time since, you know, I started bopping around in Kansas City. We still try to do the same things every weekend. So, uh, you know, we go to the Nelson a lot and walk around with Nelson because that makes sense. And then uh, I like to still explore. I like to look at what events are happening, what pop-ups are going on and just like, just kind of see what's out there. I think we, we definitely have our tried and true places that we hit each weekend too. But, um, but yeah, I, I try to soak it in as much as possible and, and just get out and, and explore what I can. Well, I have to ask, what are some of your go-to places you typically go on a weekend? Yes. Um, well, it's no surprise that Chingu Coffee is high on the list. I think we go, we we try to go like every Saturday morning. Um, we walk Nelson there. They have dog treats. It's lovely. Um, but we kind of rotate. So that's like Saturday morning go-to. Sunday morning is like Black Hole Bakery. There's something about that cold brew that's so good, uh, but we try to go there. And then uh, honestly, I love kind of exploring other breweries, which sounds weird as I work at a brewery, but I love Alma and I love BKS and those humans that work there are so kind, so sweet. They're awesome. Um, so we bop around and do um, kind of like brewery stuff sometimes too. Westport Cafe, we go there a lot. It's kind of a nice, you know, teleports you somewhere else for a little bit, which is, which is lovely. Um, and then around the corner, going to Chingu again, you know, for something different. I love big mood. Um, I love to go get a glass of wine and just kind of sit outside. And um, I do that a lot by myself, actually, which is lovely to just have a little bit of time. Hillsiders is great. North Kansas city, um, or not North Kansas city, strawberry Hill. I do love North Kansas city too. But yeah. We have so many pockets of amazing things. It's so hard to be like, here's a couple, but those are probably like tried and true places that we, we try to hit most weekends. If there was anything you could change about Kansas city, what would that be? Uh, to me? I mean, I I've lived here pretty much my whole life and I do think, I mean, we're constantly growing. Obviously, there are two people that are putting Kansas City way on the map right now. So th there's a lot of eyes on KC. But I think more than anything, like just transportation, public transportation, I know that little by little we are getting there. You know, the streetcar is evolving and that's awesome. It's like accessibility really for people to be able to get around in Kansas City feels important and I honestly wish, so like my partner, Chris, he loves riding his bike and there are some routes that feel good. Um, but even that too, um, you know, just like having just a little bit of an easier time kind of, um, with public transportation would be awesome. Um, and I, I hope to like, as we grow and, and of course we're going to, and we are, and that's awesome. And more, more people are going to see how cool Kansas city is, which makes me happy. Um, but I do hope that we continue to just support small businesses. I know lately it's kind of been hard, I think for some small businesses to get up and going. And, um, and I hope that that process becomes a little bit easier and, um, you know, we support entrepreneurs and younger generation too, trying to do cool things here. So 
I don't have a ton on the list for improve, but we can always improve. And I think that those couple of things kind of stand out to me. Do you sell your prints at any local stores or what is the process of someone getting one of your prints? Yeah. So right now it's just on my website. So it's at littlefixations.com. And I really need to, my goal for myself for this next month or so is to add more prints that I will say that is one thing that is just hard for me sometimes to keep up with. Um, But I have, I mean, you, you go through so many images in a year and you're like, oh, I should have put this on there. Or what about that? I totally forgot about X, Y, and Z. So it is a fun project. It's a little overwhelming, but it's a very fun project to sit down and kind of look through your work. Um, it is a little hard sometimes to be like, I have no idea what people are going to be interested in, but, but it is my goal to kind of get on there, do a refresh. I've thought about stores, but to be honest with you again, I really need to be a bigger cheerleader for myself. I'm like, I don't know, would anyone even care? But, um, but yes, I, I think it would be fun to kind of figure out whether that's doing some sort of pop-up somewhere or selling prints in a, in a shop. Um, that would be the ultimate goal for sure. But uh, for right now, it's just a little online print shop <laughs> chugging along. Are there any upcoming shoots that you have planned that would then transfer over to being sold into prints or anything that people, as you said, you want to add more prints to your website, but anything specifically that you are working on upcoming months or will be photographing that you'll be selling in prints that you'd want people to know about? Ooh, well, I do have a fun, exciting thing happening. Actually, this weekend is what's taking me to Chicago. Um, so Danielle and I are going and we're taking some food photos for the Chicago Bears. So I will have um, my camera with me and I will have other cameras too, because I kind of want to do a mixture Um but I don't know if anybody has a a deep running love for Chicago, but I am excited to kind of, um, I haven't been in like 10 years, so I'm excited to go back and take some photos um, and just sort of, you know, have a good time with it. I recently went to Maine not too long ago and have some photos from that trip that I would love to put into prints. Um, In terms of just like kind of shoots in general, it's just sort of, I love like, I just kind of have this basket of lovely humans that I get to work with. And um, there's not anything besides kind of Chicago that's like too out of the norm. Um, But again, yeah, I just feel like I have a year, if not more worth of photos uh, to go through and to try to, you know, update online. Um, So there's a lot of newness that could come from this deep dive for sure. Uh, But yes, I think I'm excited for a couple of things that are in the future and then just kind of going through old work too and trying to get that online. That'll be fun. I'm sure it's fun as a photographer to see as well, just the progression of your photography or just different styles, especially when it comes to products and food. That would be my favorite subject to photograph (laughs) as person who has the unfortunate but understandable (laughs) rep of wanting to take pictures of everyone's dish in front of them and the table before they eat. Though I 
always try to make sure to not take up too much time. I try to step one, <laughs> one picture of a plate and that's it. But mm-hmm. um, I feel like food is just some of the best subjects. Yes. It's not food. moody. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but- And that's kind of, that's one of the most surprising things I think that I look back on and I'm like, oh, I, most of my photography is food and I didn't plan that. And I, it wasn't, uh, something that I even thought that I would take a photo of. Um, but that was an instant love for me. It's there's something about, and like, I always, I nerd out every time I know that I have a shoot with like at Lazia with like chef Aaron or with Kiyang at Chingu, because it is like works of art on a plate. And it is the most fun thing to like, like, again, going back to moodiness another time, but I love like finding a random shadow in the corner to like place half of the plate in and just you know, having fun with things, but also like you are telling that is like exactly how someone knows what's on the menu, knows what anything looks like is your job to like tell that story for that person. And so it's like no pressure, you know, to make things look good, but it has been really fun to photograph food. Um, surprisingly, I mean, like, again, I'm, I'm very grateful that that has ended up being a big chunk of my portfolio. Long time ago, I just told myself, I'm like, just say yes to whatever you can and to, you know, see what you like and take photos of everything and just kind of find your groove and see what it is that you want to continue doing. And food was like, whoa, I, I love taking photos of food. So you're not alone. There's no shame in your phone eating first. Listen, (laughs) I'm here to say you should do it any dang time you want. For people who want to order your prints, you said it's all through the website. Yes. So they will kind of go online and there's one little tab that just says prints. Um, I am blanking on how many that I have on there right now, but even if like, honestly, I've had people send direct DMs to like, Hey, do you do this print or do you make this as a print? Um, and I can absolutely do that too. Sometimes it's not the greatest quality and it's an iPhone photo. So I don't, but, um, but yeah, for the most part, it's just kind of this, um, you just kind of go online. There's a list of photos and each photo will have different print sizes. Um, and then from there, uh, you'll just throw it in your cart and then you can just put in your address like normal. Um, and what's awesome. I use this company that's based in, um, Kansas. So they are super speedy, very quick. It's like scary how fast they are. And so typically I try to get people prints in a week or less. I'm not going to promise that on this podcast, but I do try to, uh, quickly get things for people. So it's a good, it's an easy system right now, which is nice. Go ahead and plug all other social media that people would be able to find you at. Well, I have my personal slash professional. I haven't quite changed it all over, but my personal Instagram is little fixations, but I do share quite a bit of work on there and stories and things. Um, I also tried to start myself, um, a more professional site on Instagram. It's somewhere supernova. Um, I, 
I just try to every once in a while, when I remember to do so, I try to put on more of my professional work. And so I will take actual images from different shoots that I've done. And I really like sharing things in three. I don't know why, but it's just, it's so hard to convey, you know, you can do a carousel but I really like seeing three different photos from a shoot next to each other. So that's kind of been fun too. Um, but I think that's it. Two Instagrams and a, and a website. <laughs> You're so fun to follow along. And as I've mentioned to you on and off this podcast, I just, I love your photography. You are such a bright light and I am just excited to, I'm excited to see what else you have coming up. I feel very grateful to be here with you and to talking about something that I love that, you know, like I do on the side, you know what I mean? And that um, it's kind of turned into such a, a special thing in my life. So thank you so much for having me. I've had a blast talking to you. Follow Alyssa on Instagram at littlefixations and find all of her available prints at littlefixations.com. Casey by Siri comes out every Thursday, so be sure to subscribe to listen to more incredible behind-the-scenes stories of Kansas City businesses and entrepreneurs. For more local businesses and things happening around Casey, follow me on Instagram at Casey by Siri. See you next week. Every